You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So does social distancing really work? We don't really know. And just the feeling I get when I run around and I'm doing stuff outside for whatever reason, going to the store, whatever it is, uh, work-related, there's a ton of people running around without masks and not really practicing social distancing because in so many cases, you can't do that. At, uh, if you're walking along a trail, you try and give people six feet of distance spacing. Yeah, but how about that dude that just runs by you, you know, pretty quickly, you're supposed to have what 16 feet of distance between you and run somebody jogging by. And if they're going by super fast, you're supposed to have 32 feet of distance, not possible. And this weekend, Mother's Day weekend, it's it's gonna be really warm here in Seattle. I know it's warm in other parts of the country already. Because Seattle's always lags behind the curve on on our weather. But you're going to have a ton of people outside going to parks. Our parks just got opened up. So we are practicing herd immunity. Just nobody's really talking about it. And when, when you've got a case where your governor, the end of, end of every one of his things, he's, wash your hands. It's like, really? You've got people out of work and you're telling us to wash our hands? It just makes no sense at all. It's one of the most condescending things that I can think of. Yeah, we know to wash our hands. We're aware. We're adults. We know that there's a pandemic going on. So do you wear a mask? Some people don't. Most young people don't. They could care less because they know that even if they get it, probably odds are super high, nothing's going to happen to them. So the people that really need to stay out of this way, out of the way of this virus, they're already at home. So everybody else is basically, and if you're not doing it already, you're going to be practicing herd immunity here, herd immunity here shortly, as everybody goes back to work, because it's going to be a lot of folks going back. I think we talk about you know, doing, uh, working from home, doing the work on your remote work, that kind of thing. But that's only going to last for so long and employers are going to need to have you back in the office. I've done a full podcast on that on just what that looks like. And I think there will be a lot of cases where people do work, but the vast majority of people can't really work from home. Maybe here in Seattle, they can, but states like Georgia, that's not a work at home state. That's a guys need to go to their job state. And that's what they're doing. And that is how we are practicing herd immunity, whether we like it or not. And a lot of what happens in the United States is based on the fact that you can't shut down our individual state borders. And so people are just they're moving around. The one exception to that they're traveling. Is there a restriction on travel? No, not really. Uh, You can still basically fly anywhere, but uh, the one exception is Hawaii, and they are, uh, if you fly there, you go into a 14-day quarantine, and they will arrest you. They've arrested multiple people, people, including people with their grocery bags at Costco. Um, Costco doesn't have grocery bags. People with their their, uh, groceries from Costco, they will arrest you because they are dead serious on basically their 14 day quarantine if you're coming in from the outside and you haven't been in Hawaii the whole time. So people have been voluntarily coming home saying, up, oh, I'm out, I'm going to go fly home. But the rest of the United States, you can't really do that. 
you've got people traveling around and you're going to have a ton of people this weekend for Mother's Day traveling. I've had numerous friends lately tell me kind of with a giggle, you know what, we're not practicing social distancing this weekend. We're going to have a small gathering of friends and we're going to be less than six feet apart. And so I think people are like, all right, we've done this for a while. Have we flattened the curve? Probably. Who knows? I'm kind of under the impression that the coronavirus is going to do what it does, whether we social distance or not. Have we really impacted it? Yeah, maybe a little bit. But does that just delay the inevitable for round two when any kind of virus comes around again this fall when, like the flu, it comes around? We all know that's coming. How bad is it going to be? I don't know. And that's where some of the herd immunity comes into play as far as exposing everybody, gets everybody kind of sick out of the way. And and that's a massive oversimplification. I know a lot of people are going to say, ah, oh, you have no clue. And yeah, maybe I don't. But my understanding of herd immunity is you expose those people who can be exposed. And people, some people get it, some people don't, but a lot of people build up immunity to it. And that's how you, the herd being the whole population, has immunity. And so I, I think to a certain extent, and I, I think a lot of economists will also say the same thing, we are already practicing that now with the infection rates going up, the death rates in a lot of these places going up. Georgia, another great example, they are opening up economically because they have to. They don't have a choice. It's not like you can just sit back in those areas and, and stay closed not happening. Those places need to go back to work. So I mean, they are dying on the vine as it is by not being open, they don't have the kind of business systems and business structures that you'll find in other areas of the country. So comparing those apples to apples is really comparing apples to oranges. And that's why it and no, kind of nobody's really saying it. But that's why they're going back to work because they have to. This is not an option. Oh, let's just stay home. And oh, we've got a reprieve on our mortgage, our bills are paid. That's not the case there. It's go time, they will starve, they will all go under, because that's basically the basics of their economy. And their governor recognizes it and says, Hey, Let's go back to work. Whereas here in Seattle, we've got a, a lot of businesses that are still kind of going, real estate included. We figured out ways to make that happen and keep people safe out of, I think Summit's got 110 real estate brokers right now. And on the appraisal side, we've got a handful of appraisers. N nobody's tested positive. And that's a pretty big swath of the population. And so far, you know, fingers crossed, we haven't had anybody on the job think, uh, you know, I might have got this showing a house to somebody or I got sick right after meeting with these clients. We haven't really had that. So I think people by and large, or else it's just this random luck are not being infected. But to me, with a virus as as aggressive as COVID-19 is, you know, purportedly made out to be by the media. It's I mean, it's a super contagious bug, right? And so if we were to get I mean, if you expose it to a good portion of the population, which is what I think happened initially, we've got cases going back into November and December. Now, I think it's November and December, at least December that we know of down in California, 
So it's been it's been out there for a while. I think it I think it kind of did its herd immunity thing to a large extent right at the very beginning. But then you've got to travel it and have it exposed to the rest of the country in a lot of areas where you don't have a lot of travel. It just it didn't get exposed, and those are the areas that. Um, don't have much infection rate and they don't have much death rate. Here in Washington, we had a massive case right off the bat where a ton of people, you know, obviously got infected and they died. And so we know how to control that now. And so keep those people safe. Let the rest of the people go back to the economy. You might argue, oh, well, these stay, these stay home orders are really working. I don't know. Are they? I don't know. I mean, there's evidence that you can point to either way and say, okay, but the thing we do know is that it's taking down mostly older people or people with existing conditions. So we kind of know how to handle it. If you walk around and if you talk with any of the millennials out there, very rarely do you see a face mask. Very rarely do you see gloves. Are they practicing social distancing? No. And how come? Is it just the arrogance of youth? I don't think so. I, I think it's partly some of that. But I also think it's like, it doesn't really impact me. The Coronavirus doesn't really impact me. And I'm 51. I'm in relatively good physical condition. I don't think it's going to impact me. I have not worn a mask. I'll wear a mask to the grocery store as needed. If somebody's with me, I will not expose myself to others who I know have pre-existing conditions because that's not fair because their bodies basically aren't able to handle it. And if I, if I, for whatever reason, had it, didn't know it, and I infected them, I mean, that's a horrible thing to do to somebody. So avoid those. I'm not saying run around and, you know, as we're doing this reopening and we're trying to work on the unemployment rate, I'm not saying to put anybody at risk. I'm saying the opposite. If you need to hunker down try and figure out a way with your employer to make it work. That's what I've done with with folks in my crew that need to not be around others. Make that work. Go out of your way to figure out how to handle that. But everybody else that needs to go back to work, it's kind of like this is happening whether people recognize it or not. This It's go time for the United States. And you've still got a lot of people who are saying, we, we know it's go time, but maybe it's not go time. And maybe it's not. But that is kind of part of the whole herd immunity thing. The whole herd goes through it at once. And I think we're kind of bits and pieces piecemealing this herd immunity thing together because we don't really know how how the coronavirus reacts to certain things we we just don't know we we're not deep enough into the scientific research we don't have a vaccine so we don't have kind of that back that backstop of okay if i do get it i can get some help whatever or i can get vaccinated against it uh, we don't have those things where most other diseases we do so that's the big big fear factor in running through the herd immunity which to me and in my opinion right now that's kind of what the United States is going undergoing, whether people want to admit it or not. And there are some people who are saying, yeah, we're already doing that. We're just not doing it willingly. We're doing it out of necessity because the United States doesn't really have the social systems to keep everybody going. 
So without the social systems to kind of keep everybody alive, essentially, it's back to work time. So we will see how all of this plays out. And as time goes on, we'll have more and more data come in. I want to get one of the antibody testing um, just to see if I have had it in the past. I believe I certainly could have. I didn't really have any symptoms. I didn't really feel anything. And nobody I really know other than my aunt and uncle, they both had it. And they're in their 70s. But uh, my uncle felt uh, really tired for like 10 days. He was really just chronically fatigued for 10 days. And my aunt was, you know, she felt a little bit sick for like a day or two. And other than that, she was one of those people who had it and just basically no real symptoms. So it seems to impact everybody differently. And as the economy opens up, we can kind of only cross our fingers and hope for the best because whether we like it or not, United States is opening back up slowly. Uh, and in some cases, like Washington, much slower than other areas. And the reopening plans for a lot of these businesses are not going to work. So you're going to have to figure out whether you want to kill a whole bunch of businesses or risk killing some more people. Those are the, that's the brutal reality. I don't think you can see it any other way. And so far, we've been like, all right, let's keep going with the social distancing and see how this goes. But as time goes on, less and less people are willing to do the social distancing thing. And I think less and less people see the value in it as we kind of head into this thing as a group and go, all right, yeah, we're all kind of in this together. And we're not socially isolating much anymore. People are out and about. You see that in traffic. I know um, today, today is a Friday, and usually Friday is not a heavy traffic day, but there are some traffic out there, and these are not people going to the park. These are people going to work. So we can only kind of wait and see what will happen, and as our stats come out, and we've got more data on how things progress with our reopening, we will find out. I think uh, Washington State has another Governor Inslee addressed today at 2.30, and we'll have a trickle more of business. Maybe we'll see more car washes get opened up so you can wash the coronavirus off your car, and we'll just have to see what happens. So thank you so much for tuning in. Those on the podcast platform, thanks for listening. Those on YouTube, hey, thanks for watching. Super uh, appreciated by me, Sean Reynolds. And uh, thanks again. We'll catch up soon. All right. Bye-bye. to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.